Hey guys, welcome. Uh, we are back from Maui and then head out again next week and uh, catch some couple baseball games on the East Coast in New York and Boston and seeing family out there. So anyway, uh, uh, as you know, we're doing all online services this month in September because we're traveling. But you can catch us Sundays at 10 a.m. Mountain, noon Eastern, and 6 p.m. Mountain, 8 p.m. Eastern at freedomministries.live. And the password is freedom lowercase. And we do that on Sundays unless there's a reason I can't. Like last week, I couldn't do the early one because um, we were in Maui and it's it was uh, very early there. So anyway, but I wanted to talk about uh, praying for others again with results and to just show you some different scriptures you know, last week we were talking about sending the word or sending the debar, literally what it says. And it's, it's really this message that comes out of you from the inner man, that spirit. And uh, when we really understand Paul, where there's one body and there's one spirit and it connects all of us, and it's the same spirit. And uh, one change in you, in your heart and your mind, actually changes the, 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 the debar, the message that comes out of you. And, uh, changes everything at real time. And so really the art of the art of faith and prayer is really getting past this analytical mind or objective mind and getting into the spirit where all things are possible and everything's available at all times. And, and uh, you've heard me say many times about uh, all the prayer verses are about a hundred percent assurance. They're all, you will get whatever you pray for. Now that is not saying what I'm intellectually asking for, like, Oh Lord, please have this for me. It's what do I really believe from my inner man? What is what is the message, the debar, the message coming out of me? What is that that uh, heart and mind uh, message that's coming out of my inner man that communicates with everything and everyone real time? That's that's the spirit. And uh, you know, we were talking at House Fellowship last night that just the amazing part of quantum physics, <clears throat> which in my opinion is really just describing what the, the ancient writers of scripture were talking about is really how to become the spiritual man, the second man, the smooth man, where scripture talks about the two men all the time, the two brothers, the two men, first Esau, then Jacob, the first, the hairy man, which is all of us born of a woman, uh, our flesh is the external man, the most external part of man, and then the spiritual man, which is Christ in you. <laughs> and it says that second man is the Lord from heaven. It's fascinating that, uh, and we are one with him. And so, you know, uh, really on my journey, went through traditional Christianity to really understand what Christianity is, in my opinion, which is Christ or the anointing, the anointed one, the second man from heaven, which is the Lord himself, is in you and is one with you. You know, the narrative where Jesus is talking about, and he says, we are one, just Father and me are one. And so you and the Father are one. And uh, the same glory is uh, we share is what it's really interesting. And so this whole journey, I think, is realizing that God is man in the flesh uh, or man is God in the flesh. That's really what's going on is realizing our true identity, who we really are. And so anyway, I wanted to talk about that is uh, when we can get past the analytical mind, often it's better and easier to pray for other people when they don't know you're praying for them because there's nothing, there's no physical results. There's no, um, there's no analytical facts that can get in the way. It's true spirit to spirit where all things are possible. And that's why we get all the scriptures is all things are possible to him who believes. And with God, all things are possible. Well, you're with God. In fact, you're one with God is what scripture says is you're so 
entwined into this knot of you and God, the whole journey of Christianity is realizing this. And it's, you know, the, the Hebrews wrote like this, man descended, the, the fall to them was man descended or God descended into mankind and attached himself to humanity, the cross of humanity. And now we work out that truth, that revelation from the inside out. So we were born in perfection. We're working out our perfection, our completeness with fear and trembling. It's not fear of God where you're scared of God. It's awe. It's amazement that, oh my gosh, God's one with me. I'm one with him. And that's all that marriage language we see all through scripture of learning to your true identity. And then you go back to perfection, complete with all the experiences that God experienced. And the last enemy that's going to be destroyed is death. And so you conquer death where you realize, wow, I stepped out of this earth suit and descended into the eternal body of Christ, which the book of Hebrews talks about, which is present and available right now. And you go back to oneness into the eternal body of Christ in, in the spirit. So anyway, when we, when we go spirit to spirit, we don't have to talk to the analytical mind. And it's so much easier to pray for people. And so I wanted to show you uh, uh, one of the scriptures that I absolutely love. It's one of my, my favorite uh, prayer verses. And then we'll talk about practicality here again, just uh, how to do it. And so effective prayer. It's interesting that it's even titled that in scripture. So 1 John 5 14. Now I want to show you something. This is the confidence. And so the whole, the whole part of this is they're talking about confidence or something you can have assurance in. And uh, often this verse is used as a, as a verse to show that you can't be confident in prayer because what if it's not according to his will? And I want to address that. You've probably heard me talk about it before, but it's, it's so obvious to me that uh, uh, all prayers about assurance. And so this is the confidence. All right. So let's just look on this word real quick and uh, freedom of speech, confidence. And if you go look at it, pos, which is all, I talk about Paul's alls all the time. Paul and John always use all, every, all the times to, to leave no doubt that everything's included in this. And then recess, a proverb or stated quote, confidence, bold resolve. So he's talking about having bold resolve. Um, that should be huge in prayer. So I'm going to just say it like that. This is the bold resolve we have before him. Now, this before is the preposition pros. And it's face to face. Now, where the Old Testament, we see that uh, in the narrative, the high priest would go in and be face to face with God once a year in the holiest of holies. Then in the New Testament, we're told, know ye not that you're the temple. Hebrews 10, we were talking about this last night, where it says something really interesting. It says, the law, which if you go look at it, it's not just the first five books of the Torah, because the law is referred to as Psalms too, where we could show you that in scripture. So it really says the scriptures, the scriptures are not the real thing. <laughs> it's, it's so fascinating. If you, if we actually read it and take scripture seriously, it says the scriptures are not the real thing. They're the type and shadow, but what is the real thing? Faith is the real thing. So it's talking about uh, all of these stories are about truths to, to let you know what the, your true identity is as man is God wrapped in an earth suit or wrapped in flesh to have become one. It's a fascinating thing. So this is the boldness and resolve we have face to face with him. And the Old Testament was in, in the holiest of holies. Where is it in the New Testament? Ah, come up to the holiest of holies. Your whole body was the temple that they were, all those stories were about. 
And when you can go up to the holiest of holies between the two cherubs, the two creative parts of God, in your mind, guys, in your imagination, is literally face-to-face with God. And so all of this next part is going to be happening within you because you and the Father are one, and he's in you and you're in him. So this is the bold resolve we have in here before him, before Otto. Now it's capitalized as, as him. It's he, she, it, they, them, same. So it's really this idea that face to face with God in the inner man, this is our bold resolve. If we ask anything, there's no limits placed on this, guys. According to his will, this is where I think, uh, what if we ask something not according to his will, then we don't have bold assurance anymore? I don't think that's what it's saying. I think it should be read like this. If we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Now, this next verse makes sense. And if we know that he hears us, intimate, we're we're sure, we're positive, we know that he hears us and whatever we ask, we know that we already possess what we've asked of him. The whole verse is about assurance. And when we get this will part wrong, the spirit's submissive, guys. The spirit is submissive in us where it gives us whoever we are within. That's the message, the debar, the word that's emitting out of us. So if we want anything in the world to change, we can simply change what we're doing within, in our hearts and minds. And that is a different debar or a word, a message emitting from you which is really just light. It's energy coming out of you. And we were talking about is the the quantum physics and scientists are figuring this out. You know, Einstein's touching it when he's talking about energy equals mass times the speed of light squared E equals MC squared. Energy equals mass and mass equals energy. And so they're equal. As we were were talking about last week, when I was talking to my friend, Brett Erickson, it's when we have good energy, we have good physical results. When we have good physical results, we have good energy. So they're equal, they're reversible. So what's fascinating is if an answer to prayer would cause a certain emotion and joy and gratitude and and peace to us, if we experience that joy, gratitude, peace, it actually produces the physical result, they're reversible. That's what's really fascinating about this. So how do we make this practical? How to pray for somebody else is this is the bold assurance we have face-to-face with him. Where does this happen? It happens right in here, the holiest of holies, because we're one with him and face-to-face with him there. If we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. So meaning whatever we ask in there, we know we hear it. And he hears it because we're one. So when you, when you hear somebody tell you what you would like them to tell you in prayer, did you hear it? Yes. Well, then who also heard it? God did, because you're face-to-face with him in this inner chamber, in this inner man. So if you hear yourself in your imagination, guess who else hears it? God hears it. And since we know he hears it in there, we know we already possess what we've asked of him. So let me give you a, a real simple example. This, this literally is real time. This, this uh, came in. And so this, uh, I'm not going to say the, the name completely, but his first name is Joyce. And she said, Mike, I watched the How to Pray for Other People. How do I pray for a friend that has drug abuse? This is literally what I would do, guys. And this works for anything, whether you're, you're, when people are praying and asking for, hey, you know what, would you pray for abundance? Would you pray for my health? Would you pray for my kids? Would you pray for, it really doesn't matter. So here's what we do. There's one spirit. And any change within us is directly ignites and changes with them real time. And so I would simply do this. I told Joyce, I'm just going to make up a name and say, let's say you're, 
your friend's name is, is, uh, is Mary. And so you just dressed Mary in your imagination. So you talk to them in the spirit. Go, Mary. Then you simply hear Mary tell you exactly what you want her to tell you. And so this is real prayer. So we hear Mary tell us, I'm so free. I've never felt better in my world, in my life. I can't believe how free I am. I'm so free. I'm so full of joy. I'm so full of life. Now, you can hear her tell you that in your imagination. And you're face to face with God in the inner man, in that holiest of holies between the two cherubs. You're there and he's there face to face. Pros is what it says, the inner man. And so since you've heard Mary tell you that she's so free and has never felt better, and so full of life and vibrant, we can also be sure that God has heard it. That's Christ in you, the inner man. And since we know he's heard it, we have what we've asked of him. So you feel, you hear that conversation in your imagination. You hear them tell you exactly what you want. And since we know we heard it, then we also know he heard it because we're face to face with him in the holiest of holies. And since we know he hears everything we ask of him, we know we already possess what we've asked of him. And now simply all we do, guys, is we trust the grace of God, that seed that's planted in the inner man, that effortlessly brings the desired result to pass with no effort of our own. We simply feel the joy of, of that person telling us. So it could be if, you're, if they're uh, praying for health. We don't focus on the health problem. We don't focus on, would you pray for healing? Would you pray for this? Would you pray for that? We simply see exactly what we wanted. What do we really want? We want them whole and vibrant and full of life which would probably bring peace to them, joy to them, freedom to them, this concept of limitlessness, just so full of life and joy, so free, so abundant. And so I'm just going to make something up where uh, Joe asked me to pray. Hey, would you pray for, for so-and-so? So I don't necessarily, I'm just going to make, let's just say, hey, you know, I'm having issues with my hip. I don't go, Lord, please, please uh, heal Joe's hip. This is simply all I do. I hear I call Joe in the spirit, Joe. And I hear Joe tell me in his own voice, Joe, how are you feeling today? That's my question to him. And I just hear Joe tell me, you know what, Mike? I was with the grandkids. Or I was with my wife. I've never felt better in my life. I'm so free. I'm so in awe of how good God is to me. It's like, wow, Joe, I'm so grateful and so thankful. And I feel the joy. I feel that peace. And now I just trust Christ in me to bring it to pass in ways we know not how. Because I have bold assurance that if he's heard it, then we know we have what we've asked of him. That's exactly what John's talking about. That's our bold assurance that, that Christ within me brings it to pass in ways we know not how. So simply see or hear the people tell you exactly what you want them to tell you. Not, oh, please, will you pray for this or pray for that or pray for my healing? You just simply go and hear them tell you exactly that they already have it. And they're feeling vibrant. They've never made more money in their life. They're, they're full of life. They can't believe how awesome their marriage is right now. They can't believe how wonderful their relationships are with their kids. You simply hear them tell you that. And 
if you heard it in your imagination, we also know he heard it because we are pros face to face with him between the two cherubs. Hopefully it helps guys, but it really is that simple. And then that's just trusting Christ in you to bring it to pass. Even though the facts may seem to deny it right now, faith is simply that is trusting what the trusting what we've just done within that the world conforms to exactly what we've done within where the spirit actually causes the matter to change, to match the spirit versus seeing our physical senses and then going, see, I'm obviously not healed. See, I'm obviously not prospering. No, no, no. Faith is the opposite of that. Faith is this. I trust more of what I just did within than what the physical senses seem to deny. And what I, what I'm doing within will Jacob, it will supplant it. Now we've become Israel, the man who rules by what he sees inside as God. Now the spiritual has brought the physical into submission and it works with everything, guys. And this is just, this is how you can do it with yourself. You can have a conversation with yourself if you're praying for some situation for yourself. But these two messages were specifically how to pray for other people and get results. So it's amazing. It's, uh, as people are grabbing a hold of this, it's the testimonies are, are really just awesome and off the charts. And uh, just so grateful for that. That's what I was telling the, the group last night. I said, you know what, at this point, I, I'm really not into arguing theology or anything like that because this works. And I believe all the scriptures line up and, and exactly share this very concept where we're really learning to be who our true identity of who we are in Christ, that we're one with him and he's one with us. And we're face to face with him in the inner man. And what we do within brings everything physical into subjection so that we can be full of joy is what scripture says. So hopefully that helps guys. God bless. We will, uh, the next message I'll probably do, we'll, we'll be in Boston. I'll, I'll do it from the, the hotel in Boston. But uh, anyway, we'll see you Sunday on the online fellowships. God bless.